Previously on Live at 605. Shut up, John. Okay. I'll find my new husband. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that alimony check. <laughs> what is alimony check? I don't check? know, but just give me half of your everything. Nah, I got a prenup. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> right? This would be an odd this time to God, tell me. Surprise! Surprise! John Malin and Val Gomez. Live 605. Amazing. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto. <laughs> it's been a hot minute since it's, we've been it's, off. It's It's been 10 months since we've been off. <laughs> yeah. But we're back bigger, stronger, a more professional setup. Yeah, we have more innovative setup. We have new gear, new swag. New gear, new swag. We got a lot that's happened in the last 10 months. <laughs> yeah. But this is season 21 of yeah. Live at 605. And you'll be happy to know nothing's changed in Toronto. We are in <laughs> basically a lockdown right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When we went off the air in February 2021, full we were lockdown. Full lockdown, and it is now January. It is January. What day is this? January 6, 2022, the one year anniversary of the, the Capitol, uh, Hill, Capitol Hill riots. Riots, insurrection. Is that what yeah. they called it to all that craziness? But uh, Toronto is basically in an almost lockdown. Yes. Because of the Omicron variant. It'd be interesting. You know, I think we can get into it. This is basically, this is our best of episodes. We're mm -hmm. counting down best album, songs, TV shows, and moments. Mm -hmm. But it'd be interesting to go back and listen to season 20 of the podcast to hear what our thoughts were in a lockdown. Oh, probably depressing as fuck. Also. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just fresh. We still had five months more to go. We did. Toronto was the um, largest metropolitan city in the longest lockdown in the world Damn. from november to june essentially that's right huh. and since then we'll, we'll go we have a lot of great episodes coming up but since the last time we've done a podcast we are three times vaccinated which is hold on i got sound effects oh that was laughter wait, wait. nope that's a wall wall you labeled them i haven't labeled them yet <laughs> we got a lot of new exciting tools and kits as a drum kit. Anyways, yeah, we were triple vaccinated now. You're just we just got triple vac our third booster shot a few mm -hmm. days ago and we won't talk about it now. Our first booster, but third vaccine. Third vaccine. Yeah. Anyways, I think our next episode will be all about the experiences that we went through to get mm -hmm. all three shots because they are all wildly different. And we felt after each shot we felt uh very differently as well. But it's very, very fun and interesting, crazy stories. But like I said, this is the best of episode. But how are you doing? How's I'm that? good, but I guess if people don't know who the hell we oh my are, God. We're, we're off the rails already. Right? We are. And he's already into his beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a coffee. He's doing a beer. You can tell how this year is starting off. <laughs> um, what you going to call it? I am Valerie Gomez. And it's your boy, John. I was going to say John Gomez. <laughs> and I said Valerie for I some know. reason. This is already like we're out of our element. Well, right. No, but this mm -hmm. is... Season 21 of Live at 605, and for the first time ever, this is the most professional professional <laughs> we've ever been, because we can talk a little bit about it now, but one of your birthday gifts you got me yeah. that came about six months later was this amazing professional Rodecast Pro soundboard mixer. Well, you said it! I did. I love this. This is my yeah. favorite thing ever. I am no longer using clunky GarageBand. We were going to- We still love GarageBand. Still love GarageBand. Yeah. It's, it's great- 
for a lot of things, but for our purposes, mm-hmm. I'm just not great with the audio side. Yeah. So now that I have this Rodecaster Pro mixing mm-hmm. board, we have brand new microphones, Ooh. the Rodecaster, the Rode Pros yeah. microphones, which uh, are great. It's just we plug in, everything's recording into this soundboard. I can oh. adjust the levels. There's so many cool things I can do. So mm-hmm. bear with us over the next few episodes as I get used to this. Mm-hmm. But I think the podcast audio quality should be 10 times better than what we've had before. Cool. Which is amazing. So. I'm already liking that the mics aren't moving. No. Yeah. And these, these are our original mic stands. You got me. Bananas. And then for your birthday. Oh yeah, for my other for my birthday birthday, you got me Back in May. Back in May, and we'll talk about this in a later episode. You got a neon uh, I was going to say soundboard, neon <laughs> light board that says Live at 605 Studios with our lo- it's our actual Live at 605 logo with Live at 605 Studios. Yeah, we'll tell you that shady story. When oh my god, we so many our- shady stories for these birthday presents. I know, but I love a good story. What else do you have in a pandemic? Right, no. you got to make experiences happen. I'm, but you no, know, sorry, I can say I'm just so excited by this new soundboard because I can see the audio levels bouncing perfectly. Mm-hmm. It also has a timer. We've been recording for four minutes and forty seconds. Oh damn! I hear us because I have the headphones on. I can hear our, ourselves. Yeah, and it's just like I feel like um, that Pro SNL thing. that SNL sketch with the sweaty balls. Oh god! Anyways, right. keep going. Keep going. I was gonna say. So we are at the beginning of the new calendar year. It is 2022. We are going into this year with, you know, bright eyes and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, positivity and all of that stuff. We want to do this episode as our best of 2021, mm-hmm. which we typically do for all Live at 605 seasons. So yep. we'll do best albums, songs, TV shows, and then best some of our best moments from 2021, which yep. are basically teasers to future episodes. Exactly. Because we, like I said, we got some crazy episodes we got, uh, what are we going to call it, vaccine chasers? Yeah, something like that. Three stories about how we got all three of our vaccine shots, which are all crazy. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later because we yeah. have a whole category. So do you want to just get into everything? Like, I don't have any sponsors. This is just like a fun best of. Let's get back into things. I think one of the things I will say, the sponsor of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Is the Omicron variant. Oh. <laughs> We're getting, everyone's getting hit hard right now. Stay safe out there. It's a universal sponsorship of the week, right? Yes. I think one of the things that we noticed too, it's like, hopefully everyone's getting their booster shots or their vaccines, one or two, right? And, you know, doing uh, their job to stay safe and protect others and wear masks and all that stuff. But man, us December babies, us January babies. You get get screwed. We're we're getting screwed, right? That's a whole nother episode too. Summer summer babies like me, or it's a summer birthday's wasted on someone like me who's just over it and doesn't need it. Yeah. I just I just want ice cream cake and little Caesars, yeah. maybe a Dr. Pepper. And that's that's all I need. I, I can have that in December. I can have that in a lockdown, out of a lockdown. Yeah, we were just talking about the next time to get an ice cream cake. <laughs> <laughs> so. I realize it's kind of sad. My Two of my favorite things, I can only have them twice a year. Ice cream cake and Lucky Charm cereal. I get I make ice cream cakes like four times a year. Yeah, I love your ice cream cakes. Oh, oh there's, there, there's Which that. category do you want to do first? <laughs> Sorry, you can't hear. I did the want want sound effect. <laughs> so I think this is what we should do. I think we should do first best albums, mm. then best TV shows, then best songs, because uh, do you want your number one song of the year to be the band of the week? Band of the year? Yeah, so that'll be that. And then we can end with our top moments, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. So before we get into best 
albums. I want. I thought it'd be fun if I brought up the list of last year's best albums. You tell me if you think it's accurate now that it's been a full year. Okay. So if I tell you just what your list was, would you be like, oh, I would have moved this number one or something? The only time that would have happened was when I got into Mac Miller. But that was like three years ago. Exactly. So I feel like... Okay. So let me just tell you what your what your what was my number one album last year? Fleet Fox <laughs> Fleet Fox's Shore. Sure. Yeah, I'd still keep it. Number two was Circles by Mac Miller. Oh damn. Number three was The Slow Rush by Tame yep. Impala. Four was Only for Dolphins by Action Bronson. Oh, he might move up if they didn't have that damn sound effect of the dolphin. <laughs> like that would move up past what Tame Impala? Yeah. Mac Miller. No. Okay, so maybe three. Number five was Honeymoon Drips by Chain Gang. Mm. Number six was What's Your Pleasure by Jesse Ware. Seven was Love is King by Jeff Tweedy. Yeah. Eight is Run the Jewels 4. Uh. Nine is The Avalanches, We Will Always Love You. That came out in December. December, so we we made it, yeah. And number 10 was Vindicator by Yukon Blonde. (laughs) Yeah. Although when you send that, I just... Dashboard. Dashboard confessional. (laughs) So I I think yours is so pretty pretty accurate. accurate. I I think it's only because we listened to so much Action Bronson Mm -hmm. this year. Um, I would probably move it up. I feel like you would also move the avalanches up. Yes. Probably past Jeff Tweedy. Yeah, that's fair. What about past Jesse Ware? Hers was pretty good. Or no, hers was pretty epic. So my my top ten like, album. Like we still can't find that album on vinyl. No, it's true. Yeah. My top ten was we had the same number one I saw mm-hmm. album Shore by Fleet Foxes, which mm-hmm. would still be number one. Mm-hmm. Two for me was Tame Impala Slow Rush. Mm-hmm. Three was Cult's Host. Mm. Four was Run the Jewels Four. Five was Honeymoon Drips, Chain Gangs. Mm-hmm. Six was Bay Bay by Theopolis <laughs> London. Oh, that was a great album, though. Yeah. Uh, seven was We Will Always Love You by The Avalanches. Mm-hmm. If I'm one year later, I'm making that my number three album. Whoa. It's jumping up. Ooh, yeah, it's jumping up past Run the Jewels and past Cult. So it'd be number three to me. Wow. Number eight was Vindicator by Yukon Blonde. Mm-hmm. Nine was What's Your Pleasure, Jesse Ware. And ten was Only for Dolphins. Okay. So I think mine's accurate, except for Avalanches, because... I feel like I, I really got into that album. Yeah. So this year, yes, or this past year, 2021, I feel like a lot of good music came out. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I felt like we also went into listening to older albums again. Yes. Right? So it was not hard for me to figure out what I loved, but the albums we loved, <clears throat> we loved a lot. But then when I had to go back and find some stuff. So... What out of the three categories, songs, albums, TV shows, what was the hardest one to put together, you think? Or hardest one to choose maybe your favorite or? So the hardest one actually to put together was TV shows. Me too. I know my favorite. (laughs) And so does everyone listening if they've listened for a while. Yes. But yeah. Okay. So So let's go through it. So do you want, do you, because it's the first episode, am I doing stings? Yeah. So this is the best Albums of 2021. Best albums of 2021. Let's go. So the other cool thing, just looking at my soundboard, if I have to cough or if you have to cough, let me know and I can mute your mic. Oh, and damn. you can cough directly into that, okay. that microphone. So if you got a cough, just like raise your eyebrow. So you, do you want to go first for 10 albums? Sure. Okay. And are yours in order? Or? Yes. Okay, perfect. Um, okay, so, hold on, let me do split screen. On my iPad, let me just do some... Ooh, I got my iPhone doing my list, Ooh. which is pretty good. Okay. Okay. One second. Yeah, I, I would have, sorry, as you're looking up, so I would agree, 2021, we listened to a lot of older albums, mm-hmm. but there was some really great... Oh, totally. Album, and there were some bands that have been around for a while that we got into this year that put out new music, so I feel like yes. we, we'll have some similar things, so... Oh. 
Okay, so Go number for 10 mm-hmm. for me, and this is just because I don't want to say like a ride or die, but it's obviously I am a Taylor Swift fan. Yeah. And I do know, obviously, there was a lot of dramas behind the scenes and having to re-record her music mm-hmm. and put out new albums. So Red, Taylor's version, Ooh. made the list as number 10. What what What's the big song from that album? Like what, what era do you remember? Like, is she like 21 years old? Is she 25? What... Oh, she's not even like 25 now. I think she was like oh, I 19. I think she's like 30 now. Is she? I think yeah. she's like 19. Do you know what the big song is from that 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 would I would know or Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Yeah, Taylor Swift, she it was interesting. I think she re-recorded two or three albums this year, which is pretty cool. Well, I think she had to do Okay, so I do not like the All Too Well, the 10-minute version that did not make my list. Oh, that's what she played on SNL. Yeah. Okay. So that was okay, but Sad Beautiful Tragic Okay, so... Anyways, okay, okay, yeah. Anyway, that's my number 10. Okay, cool. She Um, did not make my list. Go ahead. Number nine. Mm. I don't even think we listened to this album together. Okay. Nicole Atkins, Memphis Ice. Ow, I got something in my eye. Oh, shit. (laughs) No, Nicole Atkins, we saw her in concert. She is a... You have a... We (laughs) have a signed poster. You and I live together. I know. We are married. (laughs) I first said she, then I said you, then I realized it was us. We have a signed... Nicole Atkin, Atkins poster in her bathroom. Absolutely. And so it's a mondo amor. Um, we saw Nicole Atkins in the Drake Underground, like, God. Nine years ago, Nine probably. years ago with Alistair. And Alistair, yeah. it says, like, I love you and so does Al or yeah. something on the poster. But we love it. It was, like, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. right? There's, like, so many great songs from her. She's kind of, like, you know... Um, indie rock esque alternative, but like loungy, dramatic, theatrical sounding. Maybe a, a, a hint of she and him, like that kind of, or but not as like Jenny, wispy. Jen, Jenny, what's Jenny Lewis. Jenny Lewis. Yeah. yeah so really style. cool album. There's I can't pronounce it to save my life, but it's like Saint Diaphemus. I gotta like, check it out. I didn't yeah, even know. She, I, so it's really good. It's 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 a little too theatrical, I think, for you. It's not as the same as like mm. some of her older stuff. Right. But really great album. Okay, very cool. Okay. You look, you got you got a new album I'm going to listen to. I probably won't listen to Taylor Swift, but... <laughs> well, you did, finally. The 1989 cover. <laughs> You're like, this song's really good, oh, Val. Boy. It's like TikTok. when you asked me if I knew Billy Idol. <laughs> Eyes without uh, a face. <laughs> that's a song for another day. <laughs> right? Um, so number eight. Ugh, oh, I say with regret. I have to put Silk Sonic on here. But more for Anderson Pack. So I'm just gonna tell you, yes. it's okay to like Bruno Mars. I, I can't. The re, tell everyone why you don't like Bruno Mars. What did he do to you personally that affected you so tough? He literally his album, yeah. albeit fine, literally stole and I awards mean nothing and the Grammys mean nothing. Yeah. Right. But it's like literally stole the Grammy from Kendrick Lamar for damn. Yeah, you, you're just mad that he basically, he beat... For best album, best album, album of but, the yeah. year? Go fuck yourself. I agree. But again, like, it's a whole popularity thing. Like, one year the Grammys want to give it to indie people, like, yeah. like, like RK Fire. The next year, like, let's give it to the biggest artist, uh-huh. artist Bruno Mars. Yeah, so. they didn't give it to, like, The weekend. No. Right? But, no. But, okay, I'll give it to Bruno Mars. He's a good showman. Mm-hmm. He's a good singer. Yeah, oh, he's he, talented. He he's very talented. And, yeah, Silk Sonic... Uh, I do remember the first time... The album is called An Evening with Silk Sonic. And if yeah. you haven't listened to Anderson Pack, mm. listen to his album. I think he made my 2020 list. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I definitely liked the album, too. It did not make my top 10 list. I mm-hmm. think I was maybe a little disappointed, only because I, I wanted from that album to have, like, the big uh, 
songs like uh, 24 Karat Gold. Like, you know, like big, huge. Oh, see, I didn't. But this one's more like, you would think I would like it more. It's more like 70s yeah. funk and stuff. And it was cool. I remember the first time I, I played you... Uh, leave the door open. Yeah. And you were like, what is this? I'm like, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but because it sounded like a song from like the late sixties. Right. Well, exactly. And then I was like, oh man, well, there's like Smokey Robinson has like samples on it. Yeah. No, that's, it's a, it's a great album. Yeah. You mean, wait, the Smokey Robinson's on Anderson Pack's album. Yeah, but I think there's still a lick that's on this one, too. Yeah, and I like it because Boots... Boots Electric. Not Boots Electric. Boochie Collins is on the album. <laughs> so, oh, I love Boochie Collins. Go fat. No, you, this is your list. You're still going. I thought you were going to say something else about no. Anderson Pack. No, I like Anderson okay. Pack. He's cool. The next one. Um, what number? Seven. Oof. Okay. Hearts. Yeah. Because we... Okay, Hearts is one of those bands... Um, it's like a female kind of like, uh, what's her face? Fleetwood Mac yes. kind of, um, what's her name? Uh, uh, not, uh, Jeez Stevie Lee. Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Thank yes. you. She has like a very Stevie Nicks vibe. Um, <coughs> they came out with a new album <coughs> called Dream Nation. Yeah. So it's like a female lead singer. She has like probably like three backup guys, mm. right? Again, I think we saw them in the Drake Underground. We did. Yeah. And their album was, when did it drop? In the summer? Yeah, I think early summer, like May, May, April, May. perfect way to kick off the summer. I thought mm-hmm. um, it was basically, you know, kind of like, I don't know. It was like the best compliment to having anxiety. <laughs> That's the best way to say it. It was like, you know, kind of like lazy evening listening. Right. Like, yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, they, they um, I think their last album was my number one album of the year, like mm-hmm. two years ago. Mm-hmm. Their album didn't make my list, but one of their songs made my top Ooh. songs. So yeah, I, I love Hearts. I think I was, I liked their last album a lot more than this one, but it's still mm-hmm. a great album. So the good song, pick. Yeah, the song Night Calls is Ooh. a really good one on that one. Okay. Um. Okay, number six on my list. <sighs> Again. Oh boy. This one I don't think would make your list, and you actually trying to actively avoid me with this one. Hold on. What what genre? It's like alternative indie pop. Okay, I don't or know. Or rock. Sure. Producer. Producer. Give me the first letter. J. Guy. Yeah. Give me the second letter. I'm not gonna spell his fucking name. Okay, I don't know who okay. is it. So bleachers. Um, right. Take the sadness out of Saturday night. What the hell? Did the letter J for then. Jack Antonoff. Oh, I don't. I need. What? I need the bees. <laughs> I, I was like, what word was that? <laughs> like, um, what you can call it. So I really like the bleachers. Is it right? the bleachers? Or no, just it's bleachers? just bleachers. I really like bleachers. You like them sometimes. So when it's convenient for me. Yeah. So the, the story with bleachers is Jack Antonoff, formerly of the band Fun, producer mm. for like all things Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift Used to be engaged or dating Lena Dunham, right? right? Um, super talented dude. Bleachers, really great band, dropped a new album. And then in the same time in the pandemic, allegedly, Drake was associated with a, a new club opening, like concert hall, near mine and John's live at 605 studio. Yeah. And so it's called History. Right. 
Bleachers were the opening band to oh, start boy. there. And I kept saying, I want to go see Bleachers. Oops. John did not take the bait. You should have just bought the tickets. And I, I should have just have skis. No, but I, I didn't want to be like the first time. Like we, So one of the things to note is, you know, concerts are not on this list. John and I haven't gone to any concerts in 2021. We've done some virtual things, which have been virtual fun. concerts. Um, but yeah, I was like, I don't know if the first time out of the gate in a year and a half is to go see Bleachers. Right. So I didn't want to do that. But but like great album. We obviously love there's the song called Chinatown mm-hmm. with um like Bruce Springsteen yeah, the Bruce on Spring, it. Springsteen song is it's awesome. Chinatown, go. No wait, that's more Bob Dylan. That's, yeah, like, or Jacob Dylan. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Chinatown is great. Um there's other songs on there that make my list later on. But okay. yeah, so Bleachers was number six. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um number five. So far none of these albums are on my list. I don't now think. they're going to start. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, which is good, though. Yeah, that's good. Right? Um, okay, so number five, uh, birth or Christmas present for you. Tyler, the creator, Ooh. call me if you get lost. Damn. So I, I would love to know. Why do I like it? Well, yes, but I would love to know when did you get into Tyler, the creator? You got me into Tyler, the creator. So he, he yeah. I, is it Igor? Igor is the, yeah. yeah, that one. I think he's put out five albums. Mm-hmm. And his first three albums are like hardcore rap, mm-hmm. but like weirdo rap that you just wouldn't listen to. Like the beats mm-hmm. aren't that pleasant. His raps are offensive, all these things. But then the one thing I love about him and mm-hmm. people like him, like Jack Antonoff, mm-hmm. is he produces everything himself. So he's the writer, the musical producer, like all these things. And it's just his his biggest influences are Kanye West and NERD, which is Basically two people to I, yeah, admire. And I think one of the things I... It's kind of the same as, like, Action Bronson mm. and, like, Kendrick and, like, Kanye and Mac Miller. There's something about the musicality and then of a Tyler, the Creator album. Right. I just... When you played it for me, because one of the things John and I always do is we end up, um, when we're making dinner, we'll always be like, what album do you want to listen to? And like over the Christmas holiday, it's been a lot of vinyl, which has been outstanding. But sometimes if like new albums drop, we'll just listen to it front to end Mm -hmm. um, while we make dinner. And this was one of the albums. And I'm like, oh my God, it was outstanding. So like one of the songs, I I don't know all the songs names like from it, but I was going to say one of the ones I think I liked, like Sir Baudelaire or something? Oh, Baudel- or- Baudel- <laughs> Baudelaire. That's, yeah. His nickname for this album is um, Tyler okay. Baudelaire. So this is, here, I'll play a little bit of it right mm-hmm. now if you want. This is the opening track. Because there's like jazzy influences. Yeah, it's, I, I'm surprised. This one, what I like about this album, but mm-hmm. I'm surprised you like it so much is because it's a mix of like, yeah, there's like jazz elements, which mm-hmm. kind of like like Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. but it's also a lot of, it kind of, it's a throwback to some of his like hardcore rap roots because he has someone named DJ Drama who narrates <laughs> the whole thing. Yeah. And DJ Drama used to put out mixtapes mm-hmm. called DJ Drama Presents. Yeah. And he would have- All, all I'm thinking is Entourage, sorry. But yeah. <laughs> DJ Drama, yeah, Drama. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like Tyler, the creator said, mm-hmm. he's like, I want to do a DJ Drama album. All my heroes used to do them back in the day, whether it was Lil Wayne or or Pharrell Williams. So, no, I I think this album, it's definitely in my top five. I won't say where. Mm -hmm. And one of his, I mean, any, yeah, my favorite song. There's so many favorite songs on here. We'll get to that in best songs. But I'm glad, I'm glad you like this album because I always think it's cool when you love people like 
Action Bronson, you know, like Mac Miller and Kendrick are super popular. Mm-hmm. Action Bronson obviously is, but he's different. And I, li- I like that you like him so much. And Tyler, the creator, is obviously huge. Yeah. But it's just like, it's not, you wouldn't necessarily hear some of these Tyler, the creator songs on like radio. Totally. I often always think too, what happens if you and I met each other and I was like, I don't like hip hop music. Yeah. It, it, well. <laughs> right? I'm glad that you like no it. No jimmies. I'm glad you don't love it as much as I do. No, I'm not going to go talk about what, little nudie? <laughs> <laughs> Young nudie. Oh, whatever. <laughs> little nudie. <laughs> Slime language. <laughs> okay, so then number four. four. Okay. Four, 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 four. four. Um, This band, Sad Pants, we could not get concert tickets oh. to it. The War on Drugs. Yeah. New album, I Don't Live Here Anymore. <sighs> Amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah, I would say it is a seamless listen. Thank you to Sean and Tesla for getting me the album for my birthday. Yeah, thank you, but also screw you guys, because I wanted to get it for your birthday. <laughs> I was like, oh, perfect. I was worried there was going to be, we were all going to get it for each other. Triple war Well, I thought you were going to get it for me. Well, I was trying to get you concert tickets. I know. So, for so Christmas. I, I was like, okay, easy, I'll get mm-hmm. you war on drugs. But then Sean had texted yeah. me like, oh yeah, Tesla and I want to get Val this album for Christmas, yeah. or for her birthday. I'm like, of course, you, you guys can go get it. I'll find something else. But that was like, was oh, like, ah. shoot, you just spoiled me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's an outstanding album. And I think we both really liked them after the last two albums. Yeah. And we were both highly anticipating this one. And it did not yeah. disappoint. We've never seen them in concert. No. One of my favorite uh, mem- or moments, I guess, over, not memories, it was like 10 seconds ago, but um, what you're going to call it. Over the holiday break, we had my brother Carl over, and there's always like two bands that come on, and he's like, what is this? And they stop him in his tracks, and yeah. one of them is Tame Impala. Yeah. And it's like, Carl, just fucking download Tame Impala. Yeah, we Impala. told you about this last time you were here. Tame exactly, Impala. which was like two weeks ago, right? So the other band now was uh, War on Drugs, mm-hmm. and one of the songs, I can't remember what song came on, but it was like, he thought it was Betty Davis eyes, right? And so I can't remember the singer of yeah. the person. But either way, we were like, no, no, no. This is the War on Drugs. He's like, War on Drugs. We're like, we fucking told yeah, you. Yeah, we told you about like, these guys. <laughs> download it. And so the shitty thing is, is Carl doesn't have vinyl, but otherwise I would buy it for him for his yeah. birthday. Um, but if you love that kind of, it is kind of like Bruce Springsteen-esque. It is. Right? It's big, big time. It's Bruce Springsteen, like long guitar solos. Yeah. Most of their songs are between four to eight minutes long, which I love. So. On a drill. So <laughs> like, isn't that how it kind of goes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I'm hoping they're supposed to be, or they are playing Toronto in February. I'm hoping maybe people release tickets because they're like, oh, I don't want to go because of Corona. Coroners. Maybe we get tickets that way. Maybe they. Where the re- fuck are we going? Well, no, but maybe they release. They get rid of their ticket. We snap them up, and War on Drugs is like, you know what? We'll come back in June. I'm gonna need more drugs to go to that concert. <laughs> Take so, some of those T threes from your eye surgery. Oh, foreshadow. Foreshadow. Um, number three. That was your top four and five. Yeah. Tyler, the creator, and Warren Drugs. You got three albums better than these two? Yeah, three. These three should cross over on yours. Okay. So, number three is uh, My Morning Jacket. Definitely on my list, not as high. Whoa. But So, I think I actually like My Morning Jacket more than you because they fell into the camp when I used to love... Um, like Wilco, like love mm, Wilco. Mm, and mm. I think you like Wilco, but you don't love no, Wilco. No, I, I love Wilco. Really? Yeah, I love love Wilco. Okay, okay. 
So one of the things that upsets me about, <laughs> about me or Wilco. No, no, no. It's like it, it's of the same vein. We've never seen My Morning Jacket live, but um, you haven't, I, right? I didn't like them until this like, year. Yes, well, this year, and that was the thing. It's like they have like massive catalogs of music. But it's my thing was I always thought My Morning Jacket was a band like Fallout Boy, like <laughs> like an emo rock. I I just never listened to them. I thought when I first heard them, like My Morning Jacket sounds like Fallout Boy. Sounds like those kinds of bands. And then it wasn't until I listened to a podcast talking about one of their albums. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they're like a jam band. Like, yeah. a, like a Wilco, kind of like a War on Drugs. Like 100%. Different, different voice, but same idea. Yeah. And so, like, they have, like, 20 plus albums. Like, all oh, of them. Give, yeah. Like, give or take. Some are better than others, right? Who, who but, is this? King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? Okay. Is Cam here? <laughs> so, so then, basically, but they do, like, these awesome like long guitar licks like mm-hmm. Lalo you've started yes. putting on like different yeah. um, playlists for us and stuff there are these awesome like if you <laughs> love authentic sounding guitars and like non synthy things yeah like this album like this band is outstanding so I really I think you didn't like the album as much when it first came out and then you started listening to it more yeah I instantly loved it it was one nice. of those things that it was the perfect complement in a, in its entirety to listen to while I was working. It's definitely, to me, it's a perfect album listen. Mm-hmm. I like songs, but if I'm listening to this album, I'm probably going to listen to it from front to back. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah no, yeah. at first, you're, you're right. When I listened to it, I was a little disappointed because I, I got in, into them this year and I really mm-hmm. liked them. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm expecting so much. Then I was like, oh, this album's fine. But then I listened to it more. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, this is a fantastic album. Totally. And it's just called My Morning Jacket, isn't yep. it? Nice. I'm glad they're your n- number three. That's awesome. All right. So the the through line, the six degrees of whatever um, music here, is that my number two mm. is Lord Huron. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Both what, what, bands. What, what's the side for? This is number two. This is huge. Yeah. No, no, no. So Long Lost was an amazing album. So Lord Huron also has been out forever yeah there's like 900 people in the band um we saw them at innings festival three years ago simpler times simpler times and what's crazy is this year's innings festival my morning jacket bleachers Mm -hmm. like basically everyone on our lists yeah are playing innings festival in arizona we have to basically roll the dice on health versus our love affair for music yeah right and so one of the things i love about lord huron is we also can't find their album anywhere no. on vinyl. It's sold out everywhere. Yeah. Um, it, there's something very cinematic about their experience. Um, but then also just like their lyrics are like beautiful storytelling front yeah. to back. Yeah. Seamless listen. So that is my number two. Yeah, it's definitely, I think it's in my top five for sure. I, I love this album mm-hmm. for all the reasons you said too. Okay. So what's your number one album? This is, I'm trying to, I'm trying to guess. You think it'll definitely be on my list? I'm guessing it's not Maxo Cream's Weight of the World, which <laughs> no. is on my list. Not Maxo Cream. What no. is it? Um, G. Jordan. Oh, I, th- I thought you said Jean. G. Jordan's. I'm like, who? No. Wow, this is number Toronto, one. Toronto, man. Mm-hmm. We got to represent Canada. But I actually wow. do really like the album. Again, I love this album. An, a, a very seamless, like, R&B, hip-hop kind of style. Sounds similar to, like, The, the Weeknd. Um, Drake inspired Drake's on like some songs. I think they're signed to Drake's label. Yeah. So I think it's like one of those things where it, I think this album dropped in the late fall. I think so. Right. And it was again, the perfect album to listen during that weather pattern. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was also like a seamless listen. I love that. It's like Canadian artists 
really cool album all front to back. Um, some of the songs made my list yep, for best here. songs. Um, but definitely, wait, I couldn't find his vinyl either. I was looking for you too. So. I was looking for your, for Christmas and your birthday, Majid Jordan, mm-hmm. Lord Huron, and Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Sold out everywhere. Sold out everywhere. Honorable mention for this year best album would be the 2016 <laughs> Red Hot Chili Peppers album, which yeah. we can't find anywhere, but because of Animal Kingdom became <laughs> obsessed with. Yeah, Majid Jordan, I, I've listened to them before. I think they have like three albums. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah, I don't like these guys at all. And yeah. then they put out one song from this album. I'm like, let me just listen to them. Like, mm-hmm. Sounds like The Weeknd. Yeah. It's pretty good. And then we listen to their album and it's awesome. Outstanding. Wow, that's a pretty good list. Okay, go for it. So my top ten albums definitely have some crossover. And then you have to do the Sting again. Yeah, they don't got to do the Sting oh, again. Oh, boy. This is the Sting for albums of the year. Best albums of 2021. Let's go. So my number 10 album mm. is your number... What was your number two? Lord Huron. My 10 album is your number three album, mm-hmm. My Morning Jacket. Like like I said, love the band. I was a little mm-hmm. disappointed at first when the album came out, but the more I listened to it, I'm like, this is a great... And if we do this episode next year, I think I would probably move it up higher. But right now it's number 10 for me. Okay. Number nine, I'm surprised it didn't make your list, but it's tough, is Blue Weekend by Wolf Alice. So, what are your thoughts on this? On Wolf okay, Alice, I love Wolf Alice. So, I got John tickets to the virtual show for Glastonbury mm-hmm. Festival, and we actually watched it um, when lockdown lifted with Sean and Tesla yeah. at their house. And it was the first like concert outside of my birthday. Yeah. We had gone to i say in quotations yeah. um and it introduced us to the band wolf alice yeah outstanding okay yeah female okay sorry female lead singer kind of like not like not like garage not like garbage but no uh not like a shirley mason but i would say like kind of like wispy i don't know whimsical but still grungy yeah that's right? why it's kind of grungy kind, kind of whimsical kind more of, like florence maybe yeah yeah kind of like a florence in the machine style mm-hmm. um but anyway I don't even know if that's accurate now that I say it out loud. But either way, Wolf Alice, outstanding. The The challenge I have is I don't feel like we listen to the full album properly yeah. enough. Uh, not not enough. I think I've listened to it separately more than I would yeah. with you, but I definitely love the album quite totally. a bit. So I think that that's my number nine. Mm-hmm. Number eight for me is Wildest Dreams by Majid Jordan. Oh, damn. Uh, again, this one might move up. Later next year, it's it's like a perfect pop R&B yeah. album. Like you said, sounds like The Weeknd, sounds yeah. like Drake. It's just, it's awesome. Totally. What? Were you oh, no, no, something? keep going. No, what, what? Nothing. Oh, boy, you're laughing at me. Number seven, I'm surprised he didn't make your list either, was Weight of the World by Maxo Cream. <laughs> you're not a Maxo Cream fan? I don't even know if that's a guy. Maxo Cream is... It's a, it's or a, a girl. No, it's a guy. He's a okay. southern rapper. Mm-hmm. Tyler, the creator, actually produced a song on his album, which okay. you would actually like. He's someone I'd never heard of before. He has like three albums, and then I saw that he, Tyler, the creator, produced one of his songs. Mm-hmm. I listened to him. I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And it's actually one of my favorite just rap albums of the year. It's just really, really good. I think you would actually kind of like it. It's, it's more southern, so it's a lot slower in okay. tone and bass, but it's the guy has a cool voice, so I, I would... Um, Highly recommend him. Okay. Number six is Long Lost by Lord Huron. Mm-hmm. Again, another like really solid album. All the same totally. things you said by them and everything. Number five. Initially, I was very disappointed with this album because I was highly anticipating it. And then again, kind of like 
my morning jacket, the more I listen to it, I'm like, oh, this is just like all bangers. <laughs> it's Culture 3 by Migos. Oh, yeah. And you're like obsessed with Migos. Because they like took four years off in between albums. They did all yeah. their solo stuff. I'm like, one Migos not as good as all three Migos. So. <laughs> you don't want Quavo's solos? I was disappointed with Quavo. And Aren't you impressed? I know Quavo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know him because he's on that Justin Bieber song. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, do you know which one, what the, the guy married to Cardi B's name is? Time to find the Migos. Oh, damn. <laughs> no, his name, is, his name is not Time to Find the Migos. It's Offset. Oh, yeah. And then Takeoff is the third one that, that nobody would never really know likes. Takeoff. No. Takeoff is like the third Jonas brother. <laughs> he <laughs> is. Who is that? Uh, Joe Jonas? No, I think Joe Jonas is the main one. Kevin Jonas. Ah, Kevin. Yeah. But, yeah, the more I listen to this album, just straight bangers. And, um, uh, yeah, you probably wouldn't like it, but I, I just... I was I was expecting so much from the Migos, and so the more I listened to it, the more I really, really enjoyed it. So Migos Culture 3 is number five. Mm-hmm. Number four, the more I think about it, I probably should switch three and four, but I'm not going to. Number four is The War on Drugs, I Don't Live Here Anymore. Mm-hmm. Same thing you said, like we already talked about them, just like an awesome album. Yeah. What? I was going to do the impression again. <laughs> oh, boy. Go for it if you want to. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you need some, some Tito's and soda if you're going to do yeah. that. Number three, if this number three on the trains, that isn't that how it goes. I did laughter. <laughs> I wish you could hear the sound effects. But I can't. I just see the board lighting up. It makes me want to dance. Oh, number three could have been number one if the artist cut twelve songs off the album. Oh God, number Donda th- Marie. Number three is Donda by Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, Kanye West. Donda comes in, I think, at twenty-seven songs. Yeah, two hours. Uh, we listened to the whole album twice driving. We did. We listened to it twice because yeah. I want to give whatever you think of Kanye West. Put your feelings aside. Mm-hmm. He's clearly a musical genius. Yeah, he's he's a genius. Was yeah. what is. I'm always going to be excited for his for his albums. Like okay. his last one, his his album about God. I told you the more I listened to it, the more I liked it. That's what they want you to do. (laughs) I told you when I'm feeling down, I listen to it for inspiration. I just replaced Jesus with Lucky Charms. (laughs) But yeah, I would say if if Donda was 14 songs, Mm -hmm. it's not his best. This is definitely nowhere near his top five albums. Yeah. But if Donda was 14 songs, it would be my number one album of the year. Yeah, we you made a playlist to go to Ottawa that there was at least eight <laughs> Kanye West songs on it. I'm like, did we just listen to those? Yeah, there's a there's a few songs. There's one song that I'm like, oh, I wish we were getting this. I wish I made our wedding video again. This would be the wedding song. Yeah. There's another song that I'm like, no way. Yeah, I would. I you would. would have. Yeah. I would not have. Not not no not the song you're thinking of. It did, oh, okay. The piano song. Come no, to- our song is better. I know, but I'm telling you, I'm just thinking as an editor and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Because you edited during our walking down the aisle. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying during the. I'm saying in the wedding video. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, they sorry. Meant in the wedding. No, no, no. That song's perfect. <laughs> so I run away Westworld style. You will like. I think one of my favorite moments of the Kanye album is the Donda Marie Don. from like. Joey and Snooki, yeah. right? And then just like Donna Marie, but then with like 10 seconds later, we went to Maddie and Bryson's wedding yeah. and you and Dan and me just yelling and writing Donna Marie everywhere, which was awesome. Well, you'll notice there's no certified lover boy on this top 10 list. No Drake love. Sorry, Drake. I, I still love the Donda album, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of skippable songs. Okay. It's too long. Number two, I thought I switched these. 
Mm, yeah, I think. Yeah, number two. I'm doing a quick change. Number two, I'm surprised I didn't make your list. Is when you see yourself by Kings of Leon, the new Kings of Leon album. I like it a lot. I don't love it. Like I, I love, I like it yeah. a lot. No, I don't, know. Don't get me wrong. I like some other albums more. Front to back, seamless yeah. listen. Yeah, it's 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 one of those ones that's like a perfect listen. I, mm-hmm. I'd say I'm a, I'm a Kings of Leon fan. I'm not like a mm-hmm. huge fan. Yeah. But when this album, there's some songs on this album that I'm like, oh, these are just amazing songs, and I think it's perfect album mm-hmm. to listen to in lockdown during mm-hmm. quarantine, all that kind of stuff. Honorable mention, Sean mm. and Tesla got us this album <laughs> um, after Roommate Adventures. Yeah. We will talk about that on a future podcast. Mm. And I clearly misplaced that memory and then got John the same album for Christmas. Yeah. So Sonic But that's Boom, how good it was. It was really good. Yeah. And my number one album of the year is Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler, the creator. Really? Yeah. Wow. So the, the two albums you got me, two vinyl records were those two albums. That is awesome. So I love love him, all the things yeah. I said. I love and the that. album looks cool. The well, vinyl the album looks, actually. Yeah, exactly. And I like that he calls himself Tyler Baudelaire on this <laughs> album. I think he's just, he's like Kanye. I think he's a musical genius. Like, totally. It's not just music. It's like what his visuals, like mm-hmm. his album cover. I know you haven't seen any of his music videos, but mm-hmm. I should show you his music videos for this album. His stage performance, mm-hmm. like he just... He's like a, hundred, a 360 artist yeah. where he thinks about everything and does it all himself. I think still one of my favorite memories is taking the Igor cover on the vinyl and putting it on top of your head. Do you remember doing no. this one? <laughs> the <laughs> hell? I'll show you when we go upstairs to make dinner after. Yeah, show me but afterwards. anyway, I love his artwork is outstanding. Yeah. So those are our top 10 albums of the year. Should we, should we move on to top 10 TV shows maybe? Yeah, let's do it. So these are the top 10 TV shows of... 2021. This right here, right now, in this moment, are the best TV shows of 2021. According to us. The biggest shows most people are watching. I like music because music, there's so much out there that I like to suggest new music. And I think one of the things we should say before we pivot to um, TV is that obviously like albums like Ed Sheeran, Olivia Rodrigo, Adele. Yeah. Like Lana Del Rey, like all these bigger artists came yeah. out, which is not necessarily who John and I always listen to. Like we did give those a whirl. Of course. You know, mm-hmm. not my favorite yeah. to some degree. Okay. So TV shows. Yeah. And if you want, we can do this together. So we can go 10, yeah, 10. Yeah. So do you want to go first for 10? Yeah. So oh some of mine are a little bit out there. So one same of them, here. We're not going to yeah, have the same we're stuff. We're not going to have the same things. And some of mine might borderline into like one-offs. That's fine. You will. This is your list. You do what you um, want. And I think I was trying to go back. I'm like, we must have missed stuff. We we obviously watch TV. What else? We were in a pandemic and we were in lockdown for half the fucking year. Yeah. But then I was like, what did we watch? And I, I realized because we love comfort food, we watch Sopranos yeah. as like our main show. But you'd last never year. watched Sopranos. So this no. is the new show, but it's six seasons, like 80 yeah. episodes. Yeah. Which was amazing. Um, we were obviously now rewatching Prison Break, <laughs> which. We'll make the cut, um, what you call it. So still watching that, which we've already seen. Mm. Um, there's obviously things like I was watching, like cooking shows and yeah. HGTV. So this is kind of some of them. I, I feel like there were most sh- more shows, but maybe not this year. I have no idea because we were in a pandemic. Could you even shoot anything? That's right. So number 10, 
mm-hmm. for me was Jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette oh, documentary. Nice. So one of our dear friends of the podcast, Miranda, uh, maid of honor at the wedding, mm-hmm. came over and you had already watched this doc. and Because <laughs> she's from Ottawa. I'm like, I got to rep- represent Ottawa. Yeah, so for those of you guys who don't know who Alanis Morissette is, awesome Canadian artist, mm-hmm. came out with Jagged Little Pill, like right. 90s grunge. Yeah, one of the highest selling female female selling albums ever or however you, however you want to word that yeah, phrase. Yeah, so this doc really just profiles her whole life and like kind of starting as a child artist, mm-hmm. right? And like kind of a pop artist and then like moving through into like her, like what she's known for um, as a, an amazing lyricist. And right. I just thought it was like outstanding. I don't know. I just really liked it. I like the pacing of it. Yeah. Obviously love that album and I do like a lot of her music. So that one was for me number 10. Yeah. I, I liked it too. I, I didn't put that documentary series on here, but I mm-hmm. would highly recommend it. My number 10 was the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, Which me. was, it was sad because they took a big delay because of the pandemic as well. And I think, I think it was only eight episodes or something, but it was just, it was a pretty good last season. Andy Sam, like the whole show is just. Well, Captain Holt's like our Captain face. Holt's the best. Cheddar, yeah. like, you know, a show is good when you like the dog. Yeah. And we're not, we're not animal people. We both love ch- Cheddar. Cheddar's awesome. So that was my number 10 was Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay, number nine for me, again, Mm. with roommates. This was a cult hit, right? Um, Framing Britney Spears. Oh. Right? I thought you were going to say ridiculousness. (laughs) No. Only you and Tesla, right? But I (laughs) You liked it, too. Of course I did. Um, I was thinking the other show that you and Tesla like. Uh, What you're going to call it. But Framing Britney Spears, one of my other favorite things was last Christmas, John and I were watching The O.C., Mm. and then you got me a free Marissa t-shirt. Yeah. But then we didn't know what free Britney Spears was, and we went to Deneen for coffee, and I was wearing it. And the barista was like... He's like, is that a free Britney shirt? I'm like, no. What? No. <laughs> why, why do I want a free Britney? I'm like, it's a free Marissa t-shirt. Yeah. And so um, we obviously watched that. I've never been more stressed out for Britney Spears. I'm glad oh. she finally is like free. She doesn't have her dad running her life Can anymore. I sh- so she just, um, <laughs> oh no, does she delete it already? No, she didn't. So. I'm going to show you what she posted two hours ago on Instagram. Are you ready? Go. Your, this is your live reaction to on January 6th, what Britney Spears posted two hours ago. This is your reaction. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It's well, her I mean... completely butt naked, box and boobs out yeah. with like a little flower on it. Just naked on Instagram. <laughs> but you do you. Go for it. You know, they're everyone. She, she's liberated now. Yeah, why you not? know, taking back what over a decade of her life. For sure, I think it was a very interesting look inside her storyline. So I thought that that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, your number nine. Yeah, you didn't watch the show. It's FXX's Dave. So little Dicky's show. <laughs> uh, I just I like Dave. It's Lil Dicky. He's mm-hmm. a comedy rapper. I've shown you a few clips. The mm-hmm. one with Benny Blanco and him, where they get naked and run around yeah. and do crazy shit. They, Dave does very, very, very good season finales. It's it's good. It's funny. It's The music's great. And I like all the acting. So Okay. Yeah. Number eight. This one's controversial mm. because I know you love it. I know mm. Ferris and the girls love it. But my number eight is Animal Kingdom. <sighs> Pretty low on your list. It's, oh, uh, boy. So okay. For the, okay. No, go for it. Go for, for it. For people, I, although it was on our, our list last season. Yeah, last, last year, year, I guess, as well. But Animal Kingdom is basically the entourage of the sea, whereby five Sons of guys, Anarchy with surfboards. There you go, right? And so it's like 
five guys, brothers and cousins, cousins. kind of thing. Like they're robbers and yeah, stuff. They, they and they're like, like they pull heist. jobs, they rob, they do heists, they surf. Yeah. This season was outstanding. Yeah. Um, Pope. I, <laughs> um, what you call it? It was a lot better. I just think I just don't love it as much as you love it. I, I love the sh- I I just I love the show. Yeah. I love all the actors. Yeah. I don't love young Smurf, but she didn't bug me as much this season. But no, yeah. I, it's just like a fun, high-octane, thrilling, mm-hmm. uh, exciting show. And from the OC, it had Oliver. Whoa, that's right. So my number eight show you didn't watch. I think you would like it, but I, I don't know. It's The White Lotus. Oh, yeah. HBO. It, HBO. It's about basically a hotel resort in like Hawaii mm-hmm. and like six or seven different families and guests that stay there and just mm-hmm. like their interaction they're all like mm-hmm. rich stuck up snobs it's their interactions with like the hotel staff mm-hmm. and it's it's really good I, the, a lot of good actors like you call him plop i don't know what his <laughs> name is from the office yeah the guy from the office and girls whatever mm-hmm. his name is it has um stifler's mom it has uh, steve zahn uh, uh coach taylor's wife yeah um connie Britton. connie Britton. it has some people from euphoria it's just it's really good really well acted mm-hmm. funny dramatic I think you would like it. There, you would also like. There's some really weird parts in it, but I, I quite enjoyed the show. And they just announced season two because it's a different cast. Oh no way! It's going to have Christopher from The Sopranos. Really? First one announced as the new cast member. Cool. So number seven, what do you got? <sighs> number seven. This one was playing out for me in real time on Instagram. Bachelor in Paradise. Ooh! I I didn't. It didn't make my list. It's what? an honorable mention. It, it was so good. It, it is. It, it's it's only because there's certain shows like Dave and White Lotus and the next one, like certain yeah. shows I watch without you. But yeah, Bachelor in Paradise should be, it should be my number one show. It's It would stack good. Okay, so Bachelor in Paradise. So one of the things we should note is like, obviously John and I like the Bachelor, Bachelorette franchise, yeah. but Bachelor in Paradise is like next level it's, drama. It's by far the best of the whole like franchise. <laughs> Absolutely. And John does this really good thing where he like reads tweets in real time. <laughs> but like as things were happening in like the oh. social commentary drama of it, I would say things out loud and then the rest of the well, world was doing the this, same this thing. Was the, the craziest thing was, what, what was the guy's name? Brandon. So there was this guy, Brandon, who was on The Bachelorette that everyone yeah, loved. Yeah, he was like James Franco. And I yeah. was like, oh my God, you know, you liked him without like liking no, James Franco. He was universally loved. loved. Where people were like, he's got to be on Paradise. Mm-hmm. He should be the next Bachelor. And he goes on Paradise. and like Followed him on Instagram, loved everything. All this stuff. Cut to like six episodes in, he's kind of stringing this one girl along. And then a new girl comes that he had contact had contact with yeah. outside the show drums and he turned in this big like dickhead yeah fuck and, boy. and you said you're like yeah. screw this i'm unfollowing him yeah the, the weird thing is we follow a lot of these people and there's been people who've been good who've gone bad you just whatever you just follow yeah. them but you're like i'm unfollowing this guy fuck this guy yeah and then i'm on twitter and there's a whole campaign that you didn't even know about no. people are like unfollow him right now he lost like two hundred thousand followers in like in two, one episode yeah, it was i'm like Wow, everyone's having the exact same reaction, which is what makes great TV. 100%. It was so fun. Grocery store Joe, right? <laughs> Comes to Toronto, right? Yeah. yeah. Big up for Toronto again. Uh, what was that? The other guy who walked off in the sunset with the other guy, his bromance. Oh my God. Big energy or whatever. <laughs> but no, big facts. Yeah, that was awesome. So anyway, Bachelor in Paradise, num- yeah. my number seven. Okay. My number seven is a show you haven't watched. Oh, yeah, I showed you one episode. It's How To with John Wilson. Oh, yeah, the risotto. Yeah, so it's the guy. It, basically, it's a comedy documentary about a guy who films 
life around New York, and mm-hmm. every episode re- revolves around like a how-to. So, mm-hmm. excuse me, one episode's called How to Make Perfect Risotto, <laughs> and it starts off with him trying to figure out how to make risotto, and it turns into the start of the pandemic in New York City. Mm-hmm. But it's just like he films the craziest things around New York City, I can't even explain it. It's just like it's so... I think you liked the one episode I showed you, yeah, right? Yeah, it was really interesting because, at, to John's point, as the pandemic is starting, you're, he's, like, going to the grocery store to find ingredients, yeah. and then there's, like, no toilet paper, yeah. and, like, people are freaking out, and, like, the city's shut down, and, like, he's like, I just need to find if my neighbor's okay or something, yeah. right? And, yeah, there's one episode from this season called How to Find... How to, how to Park or How to Find the Perfect Parking Spot, mm-hmm. and he's filming stuff where it's, like, people are putting, like you know, palm trees in their parking space to be like, don't take... So it's just like he films the craziest things that you would see around New York City. So I love that show. It's one of my favorites. Okay, my number six. Yeah. Probably higher on your list too. Succession. Yeah, it is higher. Okay. Okay. Succession, definitely great HBO series. You gotta... It's like hating but loving these characters. Yeah. It took me about four episodes to get into the series. Yeah. Um, our dear friend Shazia, also now addicted. Mm-hmm. We just finished season three. three. <clears throat> the best meme ever, John found. And so, like, we just need everyone to watch it because of Kendall. Yeah. Um, so we can send all of our friends this meme in real time. Yeah, season three... We got into it late. We only started watching it back when we got our first vaccine shot. Yeah. So that would have been June, May. Paris and May. Cam told us about it, right? Oh, no, we started watching after we got our second shot, yeah. which was June. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think they told us, a few people told us about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a, it's a bit of a slow burn, but the acting's just so, it's Outstanding. just, everyone's amazing. Like, yeah. you hate them all, but you feel bad for them. But then you're like, why do I feel bad for them? Like, this person was a dick to everyone else totally. 10 seconds ago. It, to me, I'll, t- I'll tell you where it was on my list. It was number three. Oh, damn. Number three. Okay. I thought it was, I, I, I love the show okay. too. Number six for me, I'm mm-hmm. surprised it's here actually, Animal Kingdom. Oh. So yeah, all the things we talked okay. about, love the show. Okay. Number five mm. for me. Hello, you. Damn, this number five for you? Yeah. Should I tell you where it is for me? Go. Number two. What? <laughs> this, okay. So we all know. What our, we won't say what our number one show is, but number two, mm-hmm. or you, was yeah. my number one scripted show of the year. Really? By far. my, f- It was so ridiculous, so entertaining, so funny, <laughs> so dark. I just I just absolutely loved this season. And, I, you know, you think season three, okay. Yeah. It's the same, same old show. But, no, they found a way to – it's pretty different from the first two seasons. 100%. And I will say, okay, so one of the things – and I was actually talking to a friend of the podcast, Steve, mm. in the parking lot about this mm. um, during the holidays because he started watching it and he's like, it's very sensational but hilarious. Of course. But one of the like um, observations you made was it's similar to Dexter where oh, it's geez. like the voiceover, mm. kill, like all of he thinks stuff. He's only, he thinks he's a good guy only taking out bad people. Totally. But... Um, this season, Sherry and Carrie, hilarious. Well, the best part is when he they're disposing of a female body and he has to drive her car, so he puts on, like, her <laughs> floppy hat. It's probably my favorite scene of anything I've seen this year. That's 100%. One scene. It, and, like, his voiceovers They're so are good. so good. Like, his inflections and everything, his delivery are hilarious. 
Um, I absolutely love that it got renewed. I can't remember <clears throat> where we were, but I remember being like, it's on the Life Network. Let's watch it. Because Maddie and Ferris mm. said they loved it. And I, I know you were skeptical. Yeah, I was I was network hesitant. It was like Lifetime. Like, what is this? And then it got like, moved to Netflix. Yeah. And Channel stop. Oh, boy. <laughs> right? So that was your number five show? Yes. My number five, let me know if this made your list, mm. is Mayor of Easttown. That was my number four. Damn. <laughs> Mayor of Easttown, Kate Winslet. She's like a small town detective. Mm-hmm. And uh, was it someone goes missing? Someone died? I don't even remember what happened in it. I just remember it was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. What happened? Did someone go missing or did someone die? I don't remember. Sometimes. I know Roy was her ex-husband from The Office. Oh, my God. Roy. Oh, the guy from Horror Story. Yeah. Okay. The hoagies, wawas. I know. She had this like weird Philly accent, like what? Wooter. Wooter. Drink some um, wooter at the wawa. Yeah. But she, I think they all won awards for yeah. it, right? Their performances. It was dark enough. It was like a mini series. It was HBO too, right? HBO, yeah. I thought it was really good. Your sister, Jen, was actually the one who told us about it. Yeah, too. I think so. Um, For about five episodes in, though, I think I thought it was called Mayor of Easttown. And then I realized her last name is Mayor or first name is Mayor. First name is yeah. Mayor. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, who's the mayor of Easttown? Um, so so that was your four. Yeah. But yeah, I love the show, even though I don't remember what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> My number four, I feel like this is higher on your list. Mm-hmm. American Crime Story Impeachment. That's number three oh, for damn. me. Impeachment. Uh, this the American Crime Story. The first mm-hmm. season was O.J. Simpson. Second season was um, Versace's murder. Mm-hmm. This season was all about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Scandal. What are your thoughts on this season? So I'll take it a step back. Mm. What I love about American Crime Story on FX mm-hmm. is that it is possibly the best programming right now because I feel like John mm. and I are of the age demographic as a millennial yeah. where we were too young to know the full story yeah. but knew just enough. Just the tip. Just the tip, of you will. Which is what he got him in trouble. <laughs> yeah, just the tip. Just the tip. Um, what's you going to call it? We need a cigar. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> right? No, it's true, though. Like, you, we we knew the very basic blue dress, you know, all these things. Like, had an affair. Yeah. I but, thought it was one day. But, but again, <laughs> when we talked about the show, half the people we talked to were like, Oh, cigar. And we were both like, huh, cigar? Huh? What happened with the cigar? And then you get to like episode nine, you're like, oh shit, yeah, cigar. Yeah, and it's like, who's, I thought Linda Tripp was like a lawyer. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> like did not know anything. So first things first, the series is outstanding. Beanie Feinstein, is that right? Felstein? Yeah, Fel- yeah. Um, Sarah Paulson, yeah. outstanding. Yeah, right? Cl- Clive Owen was Clive pretty Owen, good. I don't really ne- good. necessarily like him. I was sad he- Carmella. Yeah, as, as Hillary, Hillary didn't have more of a profile in the series. Although I thought um, from Prison Break, President Reynolds yeah. looks a lot like Hillary Clinton, yeah. <laughs> which is maybe they were modeling That's her off. That's true. But no, impeachment was like some of the most stressful because I felt like similar to OJ, mm. I didn't have a sense of what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Right. So then after the show, I was like, is Monica Lewinsky okay? <laughs> right. And so like, I'm like, we were like researching about Linda Tripp and like everything. Like, I, I love what it. a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The lady who played, was it Star? No, not Star Joe. Who the, the blonde girl, the, the Southern chick. Oh, a, oh, geez Louise. The one uh, who, Paula Jones. Paula Jones. That's, yeah. yeah. Paula Jones. That actress was so good. Yeah. Uh, everyone, it was just, it, fuck, it was just awesome. It was outstanding. So definitely try and watch Impeachment if you guys have a chance. What, what was, what's your, out of the three seasons of Crime Story, what, what's your favorite though, you think? 
I think for me, it go, I think it still goes OJ, impeachment, then Versace. Yeah, and it's yeah. only because Versace, I, like, I love, like, scenes in Versace. Yeah. But, like, the story of yeah. Versace, I wasn't as, like, I close know I'd to. The same. So, I think what will be interesting, though, in, like, 10 years, they'll do, like, American Crime Story, Capitol Hill Riot. Yeah. Or something. And then we'll be like, we know it. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so my, my num- that was your number three? Yes. My three was Succession. Okay. My number two was you. So oh, what's damn. your number two? Double shot of love. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> Vinny Guadagnino, the keto Guido the himself. Ke- the keto Guido, the keto torpedo. <laughs> yeah. On the hunt for love. Biggest chooch. You know why I love these shows too? What? There's all very social like media elements to them. Right yeah. after it ended, we ended up watching like- Instagram a- lives. Instagram lives of like seven of the contestants to be like, is Vinny still with her? Yeah. AK is not a good, like all yeah. of these things. And so, you know, um, it's Jersey Day today. The f- first new episode of Jersey Day is today. So hopefully, you know, Vinny talks about it mm-hmm. on this new season. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. But yeah, double shot. It's the gift that keeps on giving in the pandemic, man. I kind of mixed in with number one. But yeah, I agree. I, mm-hmm. I think- it was it was definitely good. Mm-hmm. Like we we just we need Jersey Day in our lives just yes. to get through stuff. And so we need it's amazing. Okay, so we're on the count of three. Mm-hmm. I think we both have the same number one show. So we'll say it on three. Okay. One, one, two, two three. three. Jersey, Jersey Shore, Shore family, family vacation. vacation. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Four year run. I think every since Jersey Shore came back, it's been our number one show every year. Hundred percent. I made the joke to Miranda yesterday. She's like, "Oh my god, I love this reality show. It's like Magic Mike in Vegas or something, okay. right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's like me watching Jersey Shore." And she's like, mm, "Not the same." <laughs> like, okay, it's kind of similar. Why not? But I think one of the things I love about it is it is the show that keeps on giving. I love that they're all in their 30s. Like we're in our 30s partying. They're obviously going through real life dramas. Well, I always say it's relatable when like they'll they'll wake up hungover the next day or they'll have like three drinks like I can't do this I'm 35. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> obviously some of it's not relatable. It's still a reality show, but a lot of it I find so relatable. 100%. Being the same age as them, still wanting to party and have fun, but then yeah. the repercussions the next day, absolutely. you know what I mean? I think one of the other things I absolutely love from this year is out of nowhere cuz our friend Ferris doesn't watch Jersey Shore like we do. Yeah. Was like I think we should all go take a road trip to the Jersey Shore <laughs> when the pandemic is done. I'm yeah. like, did she just say that? She Are did. we doing this? We're, we're doing we're it. We're going to Seaside. We're going to Seaside, bitch. <laughs> bitch, right? And, but no. and who came back this season? <gasps> Snooky, my friend. best friend, and Joey. Joey. We'll talk more about Joey on future episodes. Yeah, but like, I'm so glad Snook Wow's back together. Yeah. I, I live for Jersey. Honestly, it is the best escape in a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, so, so th- that you good with with top ten out totally. TV shows. So those are our top ten TV shows of the year. This right here, right now, in this moment, are the best TV shows of twenty twenty one. According to us. Okay, so do you want to do uh, top ten songs of the year? Yeah. Okay, so these are the top ten songs of two thousand twenty one. Let's fucking go crazy! This is the best songs of twenty twenty one. So maybe we can go back and forth together. Yeah, 10, let's do 10, it. and then. I can play a little bit of each song. So if you tell me your song, I can play a little bit because I got Apple Music on my phone, which is... Amaze. Okay, so you want to go first? Number 10 for me mm-hmm. is The War on Drugs, I Don't Live Here Anymore. Really? Number yeah. 10 for you? Yeah. Okay, so so this one made my list too. Do you want me to tell you? This is my number three song of the year. I absolutely love... There's Yeah, love, love, love this song. 
So do you, do you want me to play just like yeah. a little snippet for everybody? So, okay, here we go. Hold on. Yeah, I absolutely love this song. I was going to say, one of the things, too, that should be noted is, like, for my my list, not necessarily all the albums off my top ten albums no, are the cool. top ten songs. Same, same here. Okay, perfect. There's there's certain bands, like, say, uh, uh, it's tough, uh, Kings of Leon, like, yeah, I might love mm-hmm. the album, mm-hmm. but I didn't put any songs on, but I love the album through throughout the whole thing, right? Totally. So, yeah, do you want to talk about the song or just like, like you said there, it sounds like Bruce Springsteen. It's mm-hmm. pretty. It's awesome. It's it's all these things. <laughs> it's pretty. My number 10 song album of the year is Dreams by King Gizzard and the Lizard <laughs> Wizard. A very weird, here, I'll play everyone. It's They're like a weirdo psych, psychedelic band. Is it one guy or how many guys? Or is it like the Polyphonic Spree? I think it's like the Polyphonic Spree. They put out like four albums a year. They do? Yeah, they put out. Three to four albums a year. This is like their fourth album of 2021. That's an insane. I'd never heard of them, but then I saw them somewhere and I listened mm. to some songs. Like, no, this all sucks. But then this <laughs> this album almost made my list. It's good. It's weird. But here, just here's a snippet. Dreams by King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. But I mean, it's not it's not much different than Tame Impala. No, that's true. It's like psych- it's, it's psychedelic like, music. Yeah, it's like synthy. Synthy psychedelic music. Yeah. So I just I think it's pr- I I know. Were you-, you jealous when Cam said he went to a concert? Yeah, at first I was happy to hear that he knew of the band, but yeah. then I was jealous. That he's like, oh, I, I saw them like two years ago or something. It's like, so ah. random. <laughs> okay, so that was my number ten. What's your number nine? My number nine is my morning jacket. The devil is in the details. Ooh. Okay. Oh, so this is an example. My Morning Jacket. Mm-hmm. There's a few songs I actually, I honestly love. They didn't make any of my top 10 mm-hmm. songs. But again, they're more like, I love the album. So you said the devil's in the details. Yeah, and to be fair, I'm also influenced by like, the only thing we could do in the pandemic was like small road trips and things. Yeah. And you always make playlists for things. Mm-hmm. And so some of our favorite albums you would put on these playlists and my morning jacket is one of them. And one mm-hmm. of the songs you put even on the Ottawa road trip was the devil's in the details. Yeah. And it's a good road trip song. Definitely. So here, here's a little snippet. Yeah, it's it's like you said, it's a perfect road trip. Mm-hmm. It's like an song. evening haze song. Yeah, it's um like I said, what I love again about my morning jacket is I love a jam band that can do like a six, seven, eight minute song. Totally. So my number nine nine song of the year is Lord Huron. What do it mean? Oh, it's um here. Let me let me. Oh, this is the wrong. Why am I in the wrong one? No. Uh, yeah, it's um. What I don't I don't know it's it's whoops here here's here's the song you t- oh I love this song too yeah 
Yeah, it's almost like again, it's a road trip song. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty. It's, it, it, it screams it needs to be on vinyl with the ugh. pops. Like that is a quintessential vinyl record. I need this album yeah. on vinyl. I just it's one of my favorite songs. It's a little sadder. I can't listen to it every day. Like it's not going to pump you up. It's great for a dinner party. It's great for a road trip. Totally. All these things. So that's number nine for me. Yep. What's number eight? Eight for me is Stars Align by G. Jordan, which is like basically one of the biggest singles off that album. Yeah. So yeah, Stars Align. That's not the one with Drake. Oh, it is, it the, is one the one with Drake. So here, this is, I agree. This song is great. Here's a little snippet. Maybe not that. Yeah, I was about to say the auto-tune. <laughs> You picked a impeccable part. <laughs> oh, this part's good. <laughs> I want to fuck right now tonight. Yeah, you just want to be a little nudie. <laughs> Young nudie. Whatever. No, I agree. This is there. Drake Six God get some love on the yeah. Six O Five God. So <laughs> it's it's no, it's a great it's a great party song. I could, again. That Lord Huron song, I can't listen to it every day. Yeah. I could listen to 100%. this song every day. Um, no, it's, it's fun. I love that song. My number eight song, mm-hmm. they didn't make my list. They're on your list. Mm-hmm. It's Hearts. Yep. And it's the song Days Go By. Ooh, I love that song too. Yeah. So to me, this was like a, per- it sounds weird, but this mm-hmm. is like a perfect summer song. That's fair. It's it sounds like um it has a it sounds like Jethro Tull with like the flute. I feel like my dad would like this song a lot. Okay. So here, this is Day Goes By. It has a Fleetwood Mackey. Yeah. Like a new AG Fleetwood Mac. I just want to get the flute in there one sec. There. Yeah, very Fleetwood Mac, very seventies. But I, to me, it was like my favorite, one of my favorite songs. This going into the summer, mm-hmm. I loved it. So, what's next on your list? What's number seven? So number seven on my list, I only like. There we fi- go. Here we go. I only like fifty percent of the song. Okay. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, I feel like. Oh, I know what it is. Okay. Is it's um he didn't make your albums, right? No. Okay, I'm gonna play it and you tell me if this is. And it the may right. have had a dream I was yeah, trying to yeah, date him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know what the song's um The song is called me. Shivers, John. It's called that's what it's called? I think so. Yeah. I don't really? Mm-hmm. By Ed Sheeran, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, this this song. Ah fuck. This song. Yep. <laughs> See, I only like Starfucker. No! I only like this part. I don't like the chorus. I like all the verses. So you don't like No. No, no I don't like this part. No. I like, like the melodic verses. Yeah, this part. <laughs> Had to throw that cheer in some love. Once, sometimes when we're driving around with my mom, we listen to like 104.5. Sometimes or, it comes on every third yeah, song. It's, so, <laughs> it, it's almost like the FM gods are trying to make <laughs> me like Ed Sheeran. So much so I had a dream I was trying to date him. Right. Right. He did not take the bait. 
Well, our number seven songs could not be more different. <laughs> My number seven song is CC by Maxo Cream featuring Manolo. Manolo. Manolos. Manolo. I got those Manolos. Man- 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 so again, this is, he's a Southern rapper. I mm-hmm. was surprised how much I liked it. Tell me what you, just, here, here's what it sounds like. Tell okay. me what you, what you think. Hold on. I feel like you. I don't love it. Oh, <laughs> that's what I don't hate it. Okay, it's no Ed Sheeran. But. No. <laughs> it's Maxo Cream. Cash rules everything around me. Cream Maxo Cream. All okay. right, number six. What do you got? So number six, I have uh, Bleachers. Don't go dark. Ooh, okay. Which sounds more reminiscent of like their anthemic y kind of producey songs versus like the sadder songs on this album. Do you want me to play a little preview yeah. of it for everyone? Here you go. Oh, this should have made my top 10 list. What? I've never heard this song before. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, because you always love like Chinatown Stop the Hurt or whatever it's called. Stop making this hurt. I, yeah, I really... I, I, Which I, never I never listened to. <laughs> Remember that time I tried to get uh, you to you come know, with you know, me we should history? We should see Bleachers in concert if they ever come back here. Uh, uh, fuck you, John. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My number... Uh, what number is this? Seven? Yep. My six. number Number six? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my number six song uh, came in late, but I've been obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. It's the song Be Sweet by Japanese Breakfast. Yeah, so that was actually my number two. Really? Yeah, I really like that. It's, I, I it, haven't listened to the album yet. I, I, I listened to it a little bit, not as much. Yeah. It's, it's not as like pop. How do you describe Japanese Breakfast? Uh, let's play it here. I'll play everyone yeah. a song. This, this is the song. It's a pop band, yeah. So... Kind of like hearts. It's kind of like hearts. The funny thing is, I was researching about her. She's actually Korean. Yeah. She's not Japanese. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh, damn. And so I think they've been out for a while. Is it a group or is uh, it one person? I thought it was, or maybe it's a, just a person. I thought it was just yeah, a person. Yeah, it's probably just a person. But I feel like she's been out for she, a while. She has been for a while. Yeah. So it's kind of like experimental indie yeah. pop. I mean, a little bit like Grimes, kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's a good relation, Grimes. But that song is so catchy and so mm-hmm. fun. So I, that's my number six song. Totes. What do you have for number five? So number five, one of the albums we couldn't find in 2020. Oh 2020, Jesse Wears, Please. Really? Yeah. So you're, someone's jumping a whole, You this song's from a year and a half ago, and you like this. Yeah, but they re-released the remix in oh. 2021. So what's the song again? Please. Please what? It's just called please. <laughs> I'm just joking. You jackass. I'll find it. I'll find it for you, okay? So, this was on the re-release? Yeah. It's uh, like the Ross from Friends remix. Jesse Ware. Ross from Friends. It was released in the summer. Uh I is it this I see please is it this one? I've never heard the song either. It's pretty, Really? It's really good. Summer songs. I love it. I feel like we listened to it in the summer. Probably. I just yeah. forgot. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a perfect pop dan- disco dance Hundo. song. So that was your number six? Yeah. Number six for me comes from my number one album of the year. Mm-hmm. No, wait, this is number five. Okay. This is number five, right? Yeah. So it's What's Your Name by Tyler, the Creator. Ooh. 
I love this song because it's like his perfect. I love when he does like R&B rap. Okay. And it's just like such a fun, catchy song. It's like a minute. It's less than two minutes, I think. I wish the song was six minutes long. Here. My favorite part's when he goes, "Oh, you look malnourished." <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just such. It's probably probably my favorite song on the album. <laughs> okay, so what's your number four song of the year? So I feel like where is it? Number four. I feel like Miranda actually told us of this artist. Mm-hmm. Um, again, um, Mitski. Oh yeah, yeah. So Mitski, the yeah. song is the only heartbreaker. Okay. Um. So I did you have her on your list? I or don't, the song on the list? I don't, but I very, very, very much like her recently. Yeah, so she's a she's Japanese, yeah. American. Um, she's an awesome singer songwriter. It's I, I feel like this is one of the songs that have been on our like playlist yeah. rotation over the last like season. Mm-hmm. Um really cool kind of indie rock mm-hmm. punk pop folk. Electric electronic. Yeah, here, here's the She's an awesome bass player. Yeah. I love this song too. There's one there's one part where it like breaks down. Mm-hmm. Hold on. This part. Sounds like Daft Punk. Totally. I always find every every year we do the best ofs Mm -hmm. there's always like the boy genius album like Mm. those kinds of songs that make the list right the jesse wears right this feels of that caliber definitely uh so for me Mm -hmm. um where are we my number four song of the year Mm -hmm. comes from uh king de leon and it's uh, when you see yourself Mm -hmm. are you far away which is one of my this was this could have been my number one song of the year to be honest it's oh, like a, that's actually my number. What number are we on? Four, uh, three. This is four. This, this is four. Yeah, this that's is, my number three. Really? Yeah. I love this song. It's it's a bit of a sadder song, mm-hmm. but I just like how it kind of goes all over the place. And mm-hmm. like the last two minutes of it are my maybe my favorite two minutes of any song this mm-hmm. year. So this is a preview. It starts a little slow, and then yeah, this song. This, I love it too because it's like quintessential Kings of Leon sound. Yeah. Well, this is my my this part right here. Yeah. I, this part. So. Yeah. Yeah. It. Uh, I. I. I just absolutely love this song for all those reasons. So. Okay. That was my number three. That was your number three. Yeah. Wow. So my number three, oh, my number three was I Don't Live Here Anymore by, by uh, The War, War on, on Drugs. Drugs. So we talked about that great yep. song. Okay, so I'm, I'm real curious. Okay, what's number your number two? Number two was Japanese Breakfast, Be Sweet. Oh, it was. Mm-hmm. Jap- I didn't realize you liked that song so much. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's, you know what it is? There's certain songs or certain albums I listen to on rotation while I'm working. Yeah. That is one of them, mm-hmm. right? And I think it is just... We already described it, right? Because it was on your list. Yeah. So it's like, it, it, yeah. Yeah. No, you. We don't. We've yeah, already we talked. To, we've already spoken about it. Oh man. My number two song of the year yeah. is by the musical genius Kanye West, mm-hmm. and it's 
We off the grid, 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 grid. <laughs> this song, it, it might be one of my top five Kanye West songs ever. Really? I love, because this is what I love about Kanye West, is every album, mm-hmm. he'll take, he, he does, he'll know, like, he'll take a very popular genre of rap music that he's never done before, mm-hmm. and he'll make a song for himself. So an example is from Late Registration, the song Drive Slow, mm-hmm. Drive Slow, Homie. That's a version of Screwed and Chop music, which was popular Mike Jones made yeah. a popular Paul Wall DJ screw. Mm-hmm. It was very popular in the South where basically they, they take a song, slow it down, screw it up and chop it up. And so he <laughs> made a version of, of himself. <laughs> Off the Grid is a basically it's New York, New York drill music. Mm-hmm. So drill music is like just very aggressive. It kind of became popular from Chicago with Chief Keef. That's that shit I don't yeah. like. It's drill music. But then this guy, Pop Smoke, who got killed last year, he made like New York dr- drill music. Mm-hmm. So this is what this is. It's him, Kanye West, taking drill music, making it his own. I feel like Dan needs to be here for this conversation. Yeah. It's lost on me or your barber. Well, yeah. <laughs> so just listen to this song. It's so good. The beat. Donda Marie. <laughs> Hold on. This beat is what you would consider New York drill music. Come on, that's a good song. What is Wisconsin grill music sound like? Did you say Wisconsin grill music? Yeah. It's when you're grilling a Omaha steak beef. Oh damn. So we've now made it to number one. And so do you want we can we can talk about it now, mm. but you think your number one song should be the band of the week. Yes. Okay, so then I should go first then. Okay. So my number one song of the year is Avalanche. By the Migos. Oh boy! I think this song they they it's basically the Papa was a Rolling Stone sample, and I don't even think it's a sample. I think they just took so the they song. Just took and the just, song, yeah. And I realized these guys sound so good over like a '60s like yeah. soul music. I'm like, I wish they did more songs like, like that. this. I feel like you. Maybe, well, no, you, I've heard it before. No, I know you've heard it. Do you yeah. like the song? No, I do. I wish they did more songs like this. So here, here's just an example. Papa was a Rolling Stone, but now I got Rolling Stones in the it's just sometimes like you know music that just makes you feel good and mm-hmm. gives you like confidence and energy and stuff that's what that mm-hmm. song does for me i dig i so that's, dig that's my favorite song of the year is migos avalanche i highly recommend people listen to it so my song has the world of TikTok behind it. Oh, I know it's... Yeah! My number one song of 2021 is Kiss Me More by Doja Cat, featuring SZA, (laughs) right? And so, straight up, I actually loved this song before I saw the clips on TikTok, Mm -hmm. but there's, like, this entire movement on TikTok where in the break, in the uh, bridge of the song, the entire audience at concerts will literally take their hand and, like... It's almost like a hand flip down yeah. motion mm-hmm. where it's like the ding, ding, right? I almost feel like you have to find that part of the song. Yeah. Uh, but we'll play the whole song as the band of the week. Okay. Hold on. It's, no, it's no. for it. Hold on. No, it's before that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nah, we've lost, nah, we've lost it. it. You'll hear it in the song, but there it's like the perfect break. Maybe John can post the TikTok video where yeah. it's like an entire Gen Z millennial crowd everywhere. Yeah. They all just do it, but then it's like different characters doing it, like around the world of like like mm-hmm. a dog doing it and yeah. stuff. And yeah. it's hilarious. Yeah. No, that's that's a great list. I yeah. think that's that's very, very good. So we're going to end this thing in a second, but maybe this is a good time to tease our top moments, which will become future podcast episodes. So if we are going in order... Uh, it doesn't have to be order. Okay, no, no but I would say... Okay. So I think next week should be the the... Okay, so one of we want to talk about, and obviously, hopefully, most of the people around the world and all of our listeners, we want to talk about getting our vaccines, yes, right, and our chaos with the vaccine hunters yep. experience, but then also just overall the aftermath of getting the vaccines and just the chase around the GTA. Definitely, yeah. So that's one. It's a crazy, crazy stories mm-hmm. there. We also, we can finally mention, because it's been a year, we yes. were witness in a triple stabbing. Yeah, John and I were the prime witnesses in a triple stabbing in Toronto. Yes. And so um, we can talk about that experience in a pandemic. Yeah. Um, and, you know, never being in a cop car before. Nope. So that was an entire experience we finally get to talk about and share. Yeah. Um, another one, we had roommates yes. in the pandemic. Yeah. So we can talk about that. Maybe we'll end up having a teaser with them. That's true. Right? So Sean and Tesla lived with us, yeah. which was really nice in a, in a time where you couldn't be with a lot of people. Mm. We obviously all, we bubbled together. Mm-hmm. Is that now a verb? Yeah. There's also, um, back in the summer when numbers were great and everyone was double vaxxed, we did a cottage vacation with a couple friends. Yeah. So Ferris, Maddie, Bryson, and Cam. Yes. Right. We all went to, where was it? Uh, I was going to be like Hoboken. I was going to say Port Hope. No. <laughs> Port, Port Carling? Col- Port Col- Colburn. Port Colburn. <laughs> Can't say it still. We went golfing. We played uh, Brisbee. Yeah. We played catchphrase. The world of catchphrase Ooh, yes. came to us. And there were some ants in the kitchen, but it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the air condition. Oh, God. Right. Um, we also obviously want to talk about birthday shenanigans mm-hmm. between John's birthday and Womp womp, and then oh, my birthday. Hold on. Nope. Wait. <laughs> uh, thank you. Sound effects. Yep. Um. So we want to talk about all of those experiences, but also some of the things like how did we celebrate ourselves this year? If we can't go on concerts, yeah. and it or go to concerts and go on trips, some of the things we treated ourselves to, like eye surgery, yes. and things. And the last one I have have is house renos. We did a lot of rent. What? That's the last one? That's the last one that I have. You might have more. Of course I do. Okay, well, that's the last one I have. So we did a lot of renos to Um, the house. We went to our first, like, true experience wedding this year where we went to Maddie and Bryson's wedding in September. Mm. And, you know, John and I drank everything we saw, right, and danced (laughs) Uh, our butts off. Donda Marie, right? And so we're going to talk about, I think, just, like, the overall experience Mm. of, like, our first real outing Mm-hmm. as vaccinated people mm-hmm. in the pandemic. Yeah. Right? And then holiday break. Yeah, we can talk about that. Talk about that. I'm trying to think if there was anything else big that happened this year. Maybe, but we'll, we'll, we'll cover we'll it. We'll get to there. There's a guy with a, who had a, a fucking remote control car on the street. No, we already spoke about that. No, we didn't. That, that, no, it that was broke? That, no, we had roommates. and we. Oh, yeah. And then this, it's a whole story. You got to talk about the person shitting in the street. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> 
a guy shit in the streets. Uh, the streets, yeah. And Man, then hold the on, streets are crazy. The streets are crazy. I can. Um, I have. We made notes. Here it is. So other stuff is um, vaccine voyagers, uh, roomies, my birthday, um, woman in the parking lot. I don't know what that story is anymore. Was that the chick who shit? Pro- uh, wasn't a parking lot though. Hmm. Um, uh, there was oh front hangs with Miranda and Pazuzu. That was oh, when you sat out there. The, yeah, Snooky and Joey's show. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, That's like we can attach that to birthdays. Yeah, mixing bowls, cottage, um, new garbage can. I wrote down that. These very- are also very like. This is why we need to do stuff. What what the fuck is mixing bowls? Yeah, I, I wrote down <laughs> wash the little guys. I threw our little stuffed yeah. animals. Um, the week and a half not being in a lockdown. Um, <laughs> new music, creepy. Oh yeah, remember the creepy guy who says. Good morning, children. Oh my God! When we went walking, yeah. that was so creepy. Yeah. So that, and plus a lot more crazy yeah. shit that happened. But I think you know the, this is just a teaser. We're obviously going to do things like topically as they happen um, as well. But we wanted to like because we did go. Um, we finished our last season in February. Yeah. There's obviously so much shenanigans we need to talk about, yeah. including our wedding anniversary yep. in a pandemic. Yeah, we did I go back to too. the Great Hall outside, mm-hmm. which was super fun. Yeah. So, so I think this is a good place to end everything. So we're glad to be back. Glad to be back, and a lot more exciting things to come. We got our new mixing board. I think this second half of the show sounded even better than the first half and we're going to get better at, at using the board and everything but i'm very excited for all the mm-hmm. new tools and present presence we have for yeah, the podcast yeah. so do you want to get into the band of the year wow well i don't know if it's the band of the year well, it's, it's the, the song, song of, of the, the week. year band of the week yeah song. so doja cat kiss me more um is the Band of the week, song of the year yeah. for me. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I'll post a link. I'll post all these, uh, our lists on WordPress as well. So mm-hmm. if people want to go back and see our full list, I'll, I'll post this on Facebook and Instagram. But sorry, keep going. Yeah. So check it out. It's everything on TikTok. So yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. Kiss Me More by Doja Cat. Featuring SZA. So she was also on an episode of Dave. Was she? As herself. Where Remember she we never him. saw her at the amphitheater. Mm-mm. Yep. So all the ways to get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live at 605, instagram.com, just search live at 605. And then I was going to say, you can see what we've been up to on my Instagram. It's valgomez23. You can follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. I post a lot of good uh, tweets about Bachelor. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I am Valerie. Oh boy. Be easy.
don't get it Something we just gotta get into Slang first, middle last on the wisdom tooth And they wishing that the cookie was a kissing booth Taste breakfast, lunch, and gin and juice And that dinner just like visit too And when we French refresh, give me two When I bite that lip, come get me two He want lipstick, lip gloss, hickeys too huh.